It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. Good evening, and um, I'm going to say welcome to the latest installment of the Black Irish. Um, we've been gone for a while, and it's all my fault. Um, been having some issues arise, and Honestly, me and Eric's also been lazy, and Kennedy's has some shit going on. So life gets in the way. If you don't understand it, go fuck yourself. Uh, we're not here for your enjoyment. Wait, maybe we are. Yeah, maybe we should be. Uh, but I'm your host, Jason, and with me, as always, is the African-American, me and my shadow, Eric. Let me tell you, 19 Crimes is some good shit, especially if you mix it from one of, with the, one of those strawberry slushes from Sonic. Oh, yeah. Snoop, boy, you outdid yourself. All right. And the, the um, celebrity of the group, uh, our, <laughs> our TikTok famous down since whenever, I guess. <laughs> Down for a couple of months now, uh, Miss Kennedy is so graciously joining us this evening, and I know what she's going to say. She's going to say, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just drunk and happy to be involved. Okay, there we go. She switched it up on me. Uh, and if you haven't realized, Kennedy usually is drunk. Uh, we may need to have an intervention. So, what High better High-functioning drunk. Well... High-functioning, except when you can't words. We will... The word functioning is very loose terminology with you. Um, Nothing's so, loose with me, dog. Get that right. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she does only have the one kid, so there's some facts. <laughs> I mean, kegels do wonders. This is um, also true, especially the super kegels. <laughs> What the fuck is that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> all I'm going to say is, all I'm going to say is, I got a note from her OBGYN and said it had a gorilla above it and said because this motherfucker's like gorilla glue. Anyway, anyway, that's that's how she, that's how the conception happened. Anyway, um, as you can see, we're we're back in rare form. Uh, I broke Kennedy. Kennedy is now broke, and she is buffering, uh, trying to compose herself. Um, but due to our hiatus, it's been fun. And what better way to start off something lighthearted? Because we're going to get we're going to get real very quickly, um, and. We're going to tackle a subject I've been plugging on many other shows. Not that kind of plugging. Kennedy, get get your toys out of the dishwater. Um, Besides, they actually feel better when they're in the freezer. There's video evidence of it. Yeah, Eric would, be, Eric would be. For some reason, I would take Eric's advice on that if I ever needed that advice ever. But we're coming back in full force and tackling a hot button topic uh when i pitched this to you guys uh the reactions i got were oh shit damn well shit's gonna go sideways and you were you guys were very um apprehensive <laughs> to say the least when when i brought up this top topic because it's a topic in america today and you know uh as Kennedy said it on the latest TikTok, the best way to describe this show is three friends from various backgrounds 
come together, have very educational and informative conversations, and we're very unfiltered. So with that being said, I'm going to unveil tonight's topic, and it is everything is black and white privilege. So we're going to be discussing uh, is there a white privilege, a such thing as white privilege? And also, is there a such thing as black privilege or Hispanic privilege? Or we'll throw it under the people of color privilege uh, and be politically correct for once in our lives. So, Eric, um, as the spokesman, uh, I'm going to let you kick it off. So, in your opinion, do you feel that there is a, a privilege hierarchy in, in the United States? I don't necessarily want to call it a privilege hierarchy. Now, do I think that there is privilege all around in a lot of situations? Yes, there are certain places like I've heard a story from my friend who had his time going to his family in New Orleans. He was telling the story and everything. And I'm like, yeah, that's a neighborhood I know I can go into certain times of the night. There's certain shit that I know I could do that would be wrong, but wouldn't be portrayed as much as it should be at times because of who I am. And for the flip side of the coin, yes, there are elements of white privilege in similar areas. I was debating about this because to me, there is a little bit more of a system of white privilege that's baked in in surprisingly different ways like going historical here some of the first police forces if you look at some of the first police forces in the south they were made from slave patrols but in other parts of the country when the chicago police force was formed in 1853 why was it created it was created out of a fund because your elites at the time were very, very concerned about what they deemed unruly behavior from a lot of those who loved to go and get drunk, particularly German and yeah. Irish immigrants. So with that, it's much, much more convoluted. But if you look into the systems like redlining and the discussion of generational wealth and things, yeah, it's more not prevalent but as the saying goes in part of my particular realms what is understood doth not be spoken however you go ahead and you get to the media you can obviously see what's amplified way more than what it should be and what isn't amplified mainly because as we've discussed before ratings so i know i'm kind of dancing around a little bit and yes i know my idea is very complicated but if for the too long didn't read not quite exists well not quite hierarchy something exists <laughs> okay kennedy what is your take do you feel that there is a white privilege black privilege or are you indifferent? I feel like there's both. But you know me. I feel like everybody should be absolutely equal or absolutely hated, you know. But I have witnessed both, I guess I'll say. Um, okay. So there's white privilege in the sense that, like, I've been pulled over and haven't been scared. And there are black men and women who can't say the same, you know. Um, but there's black, I'll say like people of color, I'll just all inclusive, that there are things that absolutely like white people cannot do now. And it's not to the extent of life or death. People are pulling this in to everyday things that everyone should be included in just because white people are white now. And so what frustrates me is we, we see black man get shot, black woman get shot, right? But I want to know the, the not the percentages overall, but like I'm trying to word it correctly is like just often, I guess, like are like proportions. It, it, 
I guess, like, it hits the news line when it fucking matters. So you don't often see, obviously, white or Hispanic or Asian, you know? And I think it's just, it's a big media thing these days, and that's what sucks. And it's a big division. Is there white privilege? Absolutely. Is there people of color privilege now? Absolutely. But it's so hard to see what's what because of how America and the media is portraying it. That's a good point because and that's something we're going to touch on later uh, throughout this discussion is the media portrayal. Uh, my personal opinion, I think I, I have to agree there's both. Um, in the sense that you, and we're going to tackle all these things, uh, affirmative action is a people of color privilege. Um, the, you know, there's actually colleges where it's predominantly black. Uh, that can't happen. There's, and I'm, and of course, there's somebody that's going to fire back with this. There's solely black television stations. You know, that is the that's the privilege I see there. On the white privilege side, do I see uh, things that I'm not okay with? Um, you know, with how certain things are portrayed? Yes. Uh, do I think that a white male has advantages in a job environment over a person of color? No, because of affirmative action. I've seen it. I've experienced it where people have been much more qualified and the job went to a person of color who was not as qualified, but the quota had to be met. Uh, you know, they say wage gap and all that. I don't believe in it. Um, I think you... You can stand out and you can perform and that will reflect. Do I think there's a bias? Yes. Do I think there's a privilege? No. Uh, I'm more in the realm of racially biased um, things because you can go to a – you can go for a job interview and if you look at two resumes side by side, Eric, you're – well more educated than I am. Oh yeah. You're well more. You're well more. You're spoke well. Well spoken. You're mm -hmm. highly intelligent. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not debatable. Um, but if somebody looked at your resume and compared it to to a my resume, let's go let's go side by side, and I got the job over you simply by meeting a quota. That's going to piss you off. Yeah, I would entirely agree, and that's why – I mean, and especially – and I'm glad that you mentioned affirmative action. Initially, everything was all presented utopian, giving all different like students these opportunities. But really now, what has that gotten to? Yes, I was going and getting all kinds of applications and all things to universities based on merit. Because I was graduating high school at 16, and at 15 years old, I got damn near a 700 in math on the SATs. Now, was the color of my skin a thing? In that case, no, because a lot of these universities were just sending me stuff sight unseen. And to me, I thought, okay, this was a little bit weird. And then when I see not quite the opposite of it, but... Certain things like Florida A&M, for example, and HBCU, they started giving out scholarships for white students simply for being white. And I'm like, I thought it was a bit weird, but I didn't necessarily even have any problem with it because it's OK. I'm going to go ahead and get a few extra grand or whatever is a scholarship because I'm black in some place. And for the history of some schools that it's come out more and more to where their initial founding was based on the slave trade. If they have that with these things, as long as they have at least those certain merits or even close to it, like I did. Yeah, 
it'll raise a tiny question mark, but at the end, it's what the fuck ever. So if you had, like, the perfect example of the same thing as a job. And I come from, at my old job, there was a good five-year stretch in my entire department. I was the only person of color. It was weird. And Eric, I have a question. It actually turned out being a good thing because... When I got my ass out of there, I didn't necessarily have to look back. Is it necessarily right? Not all the time. Should it happen? Not necessarily all the time. But somebody is bound to get pissed off one way or another. Eric, I have a question. And I don't know how to word it completely, but I'm going to try my best. Okay. So you are hella smart. Mm -hmm. Smarter than I'll ever be. So I'm going to put like... Smartest job I can think of right now off the top of my head, aerospace engineer, right? Mm-hmm. So say you go into a job and you're going to go be an aerospace engineer. Mm-hmm. And you see you're the only black person there. Would you think automatically that's because of, I'm going to call it racism. I know you're saying like with the job thing, like people hire who they quote unquote want to hire. But right. would you think automatically racism or would you think because and i come from a very like low educated area but it was i want to say like 75 percent black 25 percent white right Mm -hmm. we understand poverty stricken areas would you think it's because of like poverty stricken areas where kids aren't given the chance kids kids aren't given the tools or would you think solely based on i'm going to say racism again No, it wouldn't necessarily be racism, and you hit the nail on the head. When you have poverty-stricken areas, and there's this even a big thing since the pandemic, the digital divide. People who have access to internet are more prone to do better, more prone to keep up. Those who did not have access to internet are more likely to fall behind. And there's even... For baseball fans out there, sabermetric-like qualities that governments have determined to see, okay, where resources can be allocated for the best overall effect. If I'm in that position, I'm like, okay, how can I help get more people like me to this position? Because, yes, while you have those like a Michio Kaku, a Neil deGrasse Tyson, you have so many others. So it can be done if you can get on that path if it's open to you all right i'm going to interject real quick uh so this is something i'm going to point out uh so i i love when people use the you know the black aspect of inner city and stuff but i come from one of the poorest states in the united states um a lot of very backwoods type uh rural areas um that you know suffer from the same thing uh but those things go ignored and they're predominantly white schools um but nobody talks about that uh i'm talking about it now why do why do predominantly rural areas such as the state that i'm in in west virginia go ignored and everything is forced upon the inner cities and where that's struggling you know i i see i see a, a vast cultural clash uh everything is put toward urban lifestyles and giving so much attention there poverty stricken areas like the state of west virginia eastern kentucky um parts of tennessee Mississippi, Alabama, Alabama, Tennessee, you know, it's uh, that's due to straight race. It is. And I'm going to I'm going to say that and it it hurts to say it, but I grew up in a poverty stricken area. I grew up very poor. But if you take a poor white family, you are going to say their parents didn't do for them. If you take a poor black family, it is society fucked them. And sometimes that is the case. Sometimes that is the case. But if you take my mother and father and put them equal to a mother and father that's like Asian, black, Hispanic, whatever, right? One is going to be 
the parents didn't provide and didn't have a job and didn't do what they were supposed to do. And then the other half of it is going to be society fucked them. And I fully agree with that. Um, that's the point I'm making is the fact that everything is related to color. I you, you don't get, you know, poverty stricken area. It's, you know, you, you get, Oh, black youth struggle in inner city. I've never heard, I've never seen white youth struggle in rural areas. I think that's the, I think that's a, it's a society thing. I think that the culture that has been pressed upon is if you're a person of color, you, you're, your thoughts are ingrained with why me and you're you're looked at as to point the finger at everyone else instead of yourself um and i think that that's that's a downfall and when you're on the opposite side of a coin it's the the blame falls on you and you have to be accountable and you have to, you ha why didn't you do more? Why didn't you study harder? Why didn't you, why didn't you do this? Yeah, you, the you, classic you. pull yourself up by your own bootstraps argument I hear all the time. But it should be. At this point in 2021, I'm not going to talk about our generation or for Jason, the generation before me. Um, but I'm not going <laughs> to, not going to talk about where we are. But the kids younger, the 18-year-olds right now, they sit here and just use excuse by excuse. I don't want to hear Asian, black, white, Native American, whatever. You, We are at the point where young white Americans will go, oh, it's because I'm white now. And black Americans, oh, it's because I'm black. Oh, it's because this and that. They are using everything that generations before us are trying to fight for and trying to move against and using it. And sitting here and making it, I'm quote unquote, a disability because of their color. You're either going to sit there on the left, and I don't mean that in the like the democratic way. You're going to sit there on the left yes, with the did. fucking losers <laughs> and and say I can't, I can't, I can't because people are telling me I can't. Or you're going to go and you're going to go fucking do something and, and be something. There is more than enough people of color and white people that have went. And, and did the fucking thing and went above and beyond. It is fucking doable. You are getting this generation that is sitting here saying, I fucking can't and making every excuse in the book because of their skin color, whether they are white or black, because that is a fucking excuse. And it's not going to fucking work forever. They need to sit there. They need to nut up and get the fucking thing done and stop using excuses. You're either going to be a loser or you're going to be a fucking winner. And these kids these days are being fucking losers because the race card is only going to pull them so fucking far. And they're going to get to 30 years old and then they're going to fucking get hit with a bus and realize they haven't done anything because they've been in college for 10 fucking years trying to figure it out using the race card. And then they're going to be nowhere in life because that's what society is feeding them is that because of your race, you have a quote unquote <clears throat> disability and you can say, poor me, poor me, poor me. When you just need a nut up and fucking do what you need to do. Nobody cares about race anymore. The general population. Yes, there will always be racist people, but the general population does not fucking care about race anymore. And these kids are learning. It's a fucking thing. Nut up. Do the fucking thing and go do what you need to do because nobody fucking cares about race anymore. All right, Eric, hop in here real quick. I've got some stuff to say, but I'm going to give you the floor for a little bit. You've been quiet, so floor is yours. With an, a lot of that, I agree. Now, if we're looking and you can look at all the statistics and everything else with Gen Z versus millennials, Gen Xers, especially economically, we're all fucked. All of these things that are going on with the markets, with jobs, with all of these things, they don't just affect black people, Asian people, whatever. Everybody is up shit creek. Let that be known. And this is why I'm always one of the first to say, and this is to piggyback what Jason said. Yes, with a lot of policies going on with people in power, they don't just affect people of color. 
Look at all the poor people, the poor white people, who are going to be taking it up the ass too. They're not for. They're just not remembered. They're not even given a shit about. So look at everything you have there. Are there a lot of things going on? Yes. But if you're going to be out there, you're going to be visible, and everybody's going to get off their ass and be vocal about it. Get up, like I always say, and do something. Sometimes will it be hard to do shit? Yes. That's exactly how life works. But if you sit there already in this horrible situation to where it's going to take longer to buy a house, you got to question buying a kids, all these things with cars and the educational system where I hope to fuck we get to on another episode. If you're just going to sit there and say, oh, I can't because of this. Guess what? There's going to be 10 other fucking reasons why you really can't do something. And then you're going to say, well, I wish I had them. Yes, there's always going to be that sort of a mindset because you're always going to have these pockets of people who are going to teach it across generations. That's fine. Do I think certain things can be countered towards that? Yes, because it's a lot of actual historical things that need to be taught. But overall, if you can go ahead and sit on a keyboard or type on your phone and act all woke with hashtags and stuff, no, you can get up off your couch on the street, follow those words with actions. All right, so this is going to open up a can of worms, uh, especially I'm pretty sure Kennedy will have a lot to say when she quits stuff in her face. Um, but I, I'm going to, and I'm going to take a stand right here. Um, a lot of the issues, and this is what blows my mind, uh, my generation are the parents of these kids. How my generation, who grew up by being the most crash generation that grew up on the whole idea of being outlandish, offensive, and everything, Raised a bunch of penny waste people that feel so entitled to everything blows my mind. I mean, and this is the problem because I think children are too coddled. I think you have the helicopter parent, you have TV being babysitters. Hi, Kennedy. Uh, yep, preach, preach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, she'll she'll get the reference. It's from an old TikTok that she done uh, from when we first met um, and became friends. Uh, you have you have that. You have the the generation that I'm in would rather have hot milf summer than raise their kids. Uh, would rather be their kids' best friend than their parents. Okay, now uh, I'm going to slightly counter that I'm going to hopefully enjoy a hot milf summer, so there's benefits to me, but I digress. No, I'm saying they would rather they would rather raise their kids to be their best friend than raise their kids to be their kid and instill discipline, instill uh, work ethic and everything. And going back to the work ethic, and this is one that I said that Kennedy will probably touch on because I'm sure she's seen the video. Uh, there's someone on TikTok right now that her face looks like a fucking hardware store. Uh, and she's got, I mean, like she has piercings all in her face and she's homeless and says that she will not accept a job under $50 an hour. And she she's has, a trash bucket of a human regardless of fucking race. Hold on. You'll get your, you get your opportunity, ma'am. Uh, it's ma'am. Uh, <laughs> uh, but she goes on and she's like saying that she's homeless. Her and her boyfriend live in their car and they have their dog. But she won't accept a job that makes less than $50 an hour. And she has no formal education. And this is where society fails these kids. Because you have social media that you see one out of 
a million do something on social media that gains attention and become popular <clears throat> not like somebody on this show um, and then they then you've got these kids and I do say kids think that th because they got a popular video that makes them more important than anybody else and they go out into the world and the and school systems and parents are not preparing these kids for the real world uh, they get out to the real world and realize that they're not going to go out and have a $50 an hour job. They're not going to have everything handed to them anymore. Mommy and daddy can't bail you out like they did before. You have to learn how to do shit on your own. And I don't think, and I think that that's, that goes to twofold because where you see this entitlement is from from middle to upper class white females and white males the entire the same entitlement though is bestowed upon people of color specifically african-americans with sports everyone thinks they are owed something and they're not right um but if you look at it, it it's it's the same way and this is a question after i go on that spiel I'm just going to pose this question and I want, you know, whichever one of you want to hop in first. When did the color of your skin become the disability like Kennedy mentioned earlier? Or because... When it was taught. Okay. Sorry, you uh, said when uh, you want to jump in, I fucking jumped in. When it was fucking taught. Yeah, and I, and I agree with that. because Regardless of generation. Because this is what happened, um, and I don't know when this happened. Eric, you're more histor historically inclined to answer this part of the, the discussion. Okay. When did, because it was, the, the whole government assistance was geared toward the black community. Uh, from what I've seen, I mean, I could be wrong, not quote me on that, but it was to help more inner city people of color. That's where it get, happened. And it branched out. It got, you know, because that's where you see the, the, the lifestyle come from. The problem I have with this is because I see, I grew up with it. I grew up with kids who at the junior high level, high school level, career day they was asked what they was going to do i actually witnessed myself kids saying i'm going to get a check like my mom and dad they've told me how to work the system to get a check i don't have to go to work i'll be drawing a, a government check for the rest of my life and these are and these are perfectly able kids these are like 16 17 year old kids yeah, so you have some sort of knowledge or formation you can make the beginnings of your life decisions at that age. Now, to answer your question, initially, things like unemployment insurance and your early days of welfare, they were not strictly towards the black community. Because the beginnings of those programs, while you had Social Security, everything come from the New Deal, as we were getting out of the Great Depression in the early 30s, then when you had the boom coming back from World War II, going into the 50s, that post-war era, that's when you saw the beginnings of things like unemployment checks, certain things in that regard. The focus towards the black community was actually not made prevalent until the Reagan administration in the early 80s. Him and however you want to see it, mostly infamous welfare queens comment. But you're absolutely right, Jason. You see those who use it as a hand up, who are trying to bust their ass, follow the rules and get that until they get out of something and on their feet. But you see a lot of those that, yes, 
they work and they game the system. It's like, I don't have to do jack shit in my life. I can just go ahead, work things, collect my check from the government every month, and just be on my way. I can do whatever. So you have that very, very fine line, but as I have seen time and time again, while Origins are farther back, a lot of things were exacerbated by Reagan in the 80s. If that helps. All right, Kennedy, hop on in here, honey buns. I, I don't know where to hop in at. I don't. I, I was listening, but I forgot the initial question. He went very deep. Never say that with Eric, ever. Yeah, oh, oof, oof. Uh, I, yeah, I redact, yeah. redact, redact, redact. So, the, so. The, 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 <laughs> so, can we just, up, can Eric. we rewind? Because I, I, I was listening. It just, it went too far too far and so yeah. grab a shovel you're digging yourself deeper yeah i know i just help uh so basically what it is is the the idea of the the teachings of how to live off government assistance uh your thoughts on that because i feel that that's a huge uh, thing um, that that tra- trans that goes both ways. Uh, it does go white, both ways. I don't think it has a race. And inner city. And, and inner city. So. I don't think it has a race. Um, so I grew up in Niagara Falls, New York. I say Buffalo when I speak because people will be like Niagara Falls, it's Canada. No, I grew up in ghetto. Ghetto, shitty. She said Niagara, area. Eric. Eric, she said, and I act. <laughs> Look, I'm more of a Bluetooth guy myself if we're going down that road. Again, I am not sponsored by them, but I no. am listening if anybody else is. That's like, so, what do you I grew up in Buffalo. I'll do that again. And um, that shit's taught. I know people I went to high school with that literally have had children, white or black, that have had children at 15 because their mothers had children at 15 and people don't know to teach their kids better than what they fucking went through. And they're still on assistance at this day. And I'm 25 now it's 10 years later and people are still living the same lives that their parents led them to. And, and it doesn't get better. It's, it's, I think between racism, government, everything we're going to talk about tonight is fucking taught. Mm-hmm. So I grew up, I grew up, my mother did not have a job most of my life. I had a stepdad that worked his ass off, right? We struggled, but he did his best. We were never on government assistance. So I'm sitting here and with my husband and he grew up uh, almost the same way, not a hundred percent, but they grew up in not, I don't want to say poverty, but poorer than not. And we are both sitting here working our asses off to provide our child a life we did not have because we both went through it. But you get stuck generation after generation. You see grandma do it. You see your mother or your father do it. And then you get stuck in it. It gets fucking taught. It takes one person to break the fucking cycle. And that's what this generation, I think now, these young kids now aren't going to see. Is you grow up like that and then you say, poor me, poor me, poor me. And you expect things that need to be handed to you. And then when they are not handed to you, then it's because I'm black. It's because I'm I'm white now. It's because I'm Asian. Because everyone is going to make an excuse because of the way they're getting brought up and they are coddled. Nobody is teaching their kids these days to fucking work for it. No one's telling them to finish school or pay for your own college or we'll help you, but you need to do the work or no, we can't afford it. Go get a job. It's I can't, I can't, I can't. It's these parents these days sitting here and failing their children. This shit is taught. You don't come out the womb knowing, you know what? I'm going to get on fucking food stamps. That doesn't, that, that's not a thing. You sit here and see the where your parents are and you grow from it. And like, unless you're people like me and my husband and sit there and teach your kid, this is not how it is supposed to be. Then they're going to sit there and fucking continue the fucking cycle. And I'm going to add something to that because I'm a father. I've got a almost 14 year old daughter. 
Uh, and this kind of something you said kind of hits home, and I got, I got kind of offended, Kennedy, in a good way, uh, because I feel that there's sometimes I feel my daughter in this aspect. Uh, you brought up a good example of being my daughter. I grew up. Uh, my my real father committed suicide when I was three. I have an older brother who's seven years older than me. My mother was a single mother working two jobs. Never missed a ball game that I competed. Uh, I participated in until I was four hours away in college, and she couldn't make it when I was 21 years old. I played sports since I was five. Never missed a game. Worked two jobs. My grandmother helped raise me. The issue that I see of this is uh, my wife, she grew up middle class. Uh, her parents coddled her. She was the only child. She doesn't care that I say that she was kind of coddled. My daughter's the only grandchild on my wife's side, so she's spoiled. Um, I wasn't. Uh, to an extent, I was the baby of the family and Everybody knows the baby gets by with murder. And so, so I, I was spoiled to an extent. I went out uh, due to my father being in the military. I got a check for a $1,500 until I was 26 years old. As long as I was enrolled in school, I didn't have to pass class. I just had to enroll. 26 years old hit me real fucking hard because I didn't know what to fucking do. I was lost. I had to get get a job. My mom bailed me out quite often when those first few years when I was learning to get on my feet. It sucked. I coddled my daughter to an extent. Um, we just booked, me and my wife just booked a trip tour to Universal Studios. My daughter doesn't like to do shit, she complained. So I told her I wasn't spending the extra $700 to fucking take her ass. Because I wasn't going to shell out $2,000 on a trip that I couldn't enjoy, that she would bitch all the time. And she shot back with, I don't love you. She said, I don't love, I didn't love her. And, and my wife takes shit like it's to heart rather than I do. And I looked at her and I said, Really, I just went out and bought you a $120 pair of shoes just because. Because you've seen them in the store. You said you wanted them. I said you didn't have to help do shit around the house. I pulled out my credit card. I put it on my credit card. No questions asked. I said, let's do an experiment. I said, go grab your phone or your iPad. I said, send I said, you have this little group chat with your friends. I said, send this mess. I said, I want to send a message to all of them. I said, I want to see their responses. All of them's about between 13 and 15. And I sent the message. I just got a question. How many of you already have a car, a nice vehicle promised to you the day you turned 16? Every one of them said none. And I looked at my daughter. I said, do you have a car when you turn 16? She said, yeah. I said, do you have a nice car when you turn 16? She said, yeah. I said, so all of your friends don't have that privilege, but yet you do. I said, and why do you think you have that privilege? She said, I don't know. I said, it's because I love you. I don't want mm -hmm. it. And, and this is the generate. And this is where I say I failed my daughter is because I seen the struggles I had growing up. I don't want to see my daughter go through that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you should you should want a better life for your kids yeah you need to humble but, them at the same time though yeah but you need to instill the work ethic while doing it because mm. you get the entitlement that you're seeing across the board because at some point these kids these quote unquote work woke fluid gendered don't know which bathroom to use. They don't. They don't. They got a mangina or some. I. They're gonna. They're gonna be the ones making the decisions in our lives. That scares the fuck out of me. And Kennedy, this is a 
it's something I want you to do because of your background and everything. You have resources. I want to see what the the drop off for enlistment is. If you know any anybody in that in that field, because I guarantee you the quota now with the military standards and everything. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I People guarantee comment you. that shit all the time, saying how they wouldn't, how they wouldn't. Well, the new thing is, is because um, white kids won't do it. I'm going to bring race in this. White kids won't do it because they're too fucking entitled and they don't know how to work. Black kids won't do it because they're not going to serve the man. And Hispanic kids won't do it because of their parents. And that is what that is. And I'm not saying every single one. I'm not going to group every single person in every single race into that. But what I've heard, what I've read on TikTok, what, like, if you follow me or not, like, I'm just a very open platform. That is the normal consensus. Is white kids are too fucking entitled. They are. And I hate that shit. And I'm not going to raise my son like that. I'm so excited for him to come up one day with some fuck shit to punch him in his nose but you get white kids that are too entitled that can't do push-ups and basic trainings hard and you get black kids that are like fuck that that's like being a cop i'm not doing that and then again i'm just fucking singing the same song but people need to realize like tough love is tough love that doesn't mean you're a bad fucking parent and that's like like my my parents fucking sucked man but like I came out all right, and I have good morals. Your kids are going to grow into the That's person debatable. that they need to <laughs> that they need to fucking they need to be. I had a tangent, and then I I just drifted off it because don't know why. But it's I don't know I don't know I I I secede because I can't remember do what the, I was going to say. Do, do the beverages and those red cups have anything to do with it? That would be my guess. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I, I, I there was totally a point. What was the start of that? We we don't know. You why you, why we just let you enlist? We yeah. Bitches that's are I, entitled these days. Fuck, that's that, it. That's people where are we started. fucking entitled. That's where we started. I don't know where the fuck we ended. It but was gonna that's... be full circle, and then I fucking forgot. But because bitches are fucking entitled, because people sit there and wipe their kids' asses until they're fucking eighteen, because they give them cars that fucking fit not towards you, because fucking people give their kids Range Rovers at fucking fifteen, because they went through hardship and now their kids can't go through hardship. I went through hardship. Leo's still gonna learn to cut grass, change his fucking oil, and wash some fucking dishes. People won't let their kids do that anymore because it's quote-unquote child abuse because it's mean. The ki- people aren't teaching their kids how to be fucking adults. There we go. Kid- people aren't teaching their kids how to be fucking adults regardless of race because they watch their parents and grandparents go fucking through it, and they don't want their kids to go through it. Going through, like, poverty and shitty life is very different than teaching your kid fucking morals and respect and how to be a fucking adult. And that's where, like, I'll say my gen between me and Jason, like, our generation is fucking Between me and you, that's a big fucking gap. I'm old enough to be your dad. You are old enough. But I'm saying that's where the fuck-up is. This Between this gap is where the fuck-up is because we so watch our so parents and grandparents. Sure. Eric's generation is where no, the fuck doesn't. up is. Yes, because we'll explain Eric. You watch Look, your parents individually. Your... No, but I am the first to shit on my fellow millennials because there's the older sect of us that oh, lean closer to Gen X. Next thing you know, you're going to have a glass table. Well, the, I'm just saying like this the older millennials that are closer to Gen X, we still get it. We still realize a lot of these things you mentioned. No, that's no, that's that's upbringing because I'm I'm millennial like low. I'm 95. I'm right on that fucking cusp between Gen Z. What a fucking drunk Gen Z and fucking millennial. So it's upbringing. I got half raised by my fucking Vietnam vet grandfather. I know, like fucking. Ugh. It depends on your upbringing whether you know that or not. Well, and that's part of it that's true. I mean, I've discussed Mama Watkins on other shows. She's a baby boomer. I mean, especially when, after my parents split up, 
that, that woman just worked her ass off nights, whatever it took. Was I spoiled? Yes, I wasn't an only child, but when I understood and when we went through some hard times, because we did, and there were cases to where she said, hey, we can't necessarily do this. These things can't happen. I completely understood. I got it because I'm like, hey, sometimes life is going to be a struggle. And seeing her work like that, but then do everything that she possibly could for me and my sister, I was like, okay, I know, hey, if anything happens, yes, I've got the talent and intelligence, but that'll get me so far. I go, got to go ahead and I got to work towards shit. My sister's the same way and she's instilling absolutely right. The same things to my nephew. So it's like, but hey, yes, you're smart. Yes, you're doing all these things. But guess what? You got to work for shit. You want to go. You got to learn these things in your summer camps with engineering and everything else. You got to learn to do shit around the house like she did, like I did. So I'm agreeing with you. But I'm narrowing the gap in exactly where things went wrong. People right. need to teach their kids to nut up. To nut? Oh, good lord! Not that's a whole up, different. Not, that's not, a, that's that's up, that's good. Up, up. I, Well, I'm going to tack on something that's good. That's really going to be controversial, especially coming from a white male, um, and it's going to be against the African American community. Eric, which you're a member of. Mm-hmm. Do you think the some of the issues that you see in the people of color community, specifically African American, is the fact that starting around the 70s and proceeding up through today, the absentee father? I do think that's a major part of that because unless you have a very strong woman or single parent your household there's going to be more of a deficiency like and i'm going to even relate this to my experience i had an abusive absentee father yes he was in the military he was in the navy but when he was here at home never really gave a shit about us so a lot of very powerful memories that I have but I knew and I looked at it as okay I have a great example of what a parent should be and what I should do as a parent and I have a perfect example of the exact opposite of how a parent should be but I had to also realize that into myself a lot of these other those of my generation and younger today, that doesn't necessarily click for them. And they, like everything above them, yes, they see, oh, my dad treated my mom like a total piece of shit and everything, look what happened. So I go out, I treat women and everything like a piece of shit. As Kennedy mentioned, perpetuating that cycle entirely so that's a part of it and me as a black man i know if i don't know for what grand design the universe had for me somehow winding up with a kid i would not do that to them whatsoever because i'm one of the people that's like all right rather than because i went through it they would go through it no if it's a second generation of me I'm not going to put them through what I went through. There's no reason to and have them fucked up for life. Kennedy, go ahead and hop in. There is a resiliency that comes with that shit, and that is the only way I can fucking put it. Both my grandparents, I'm sorry, one set of my grandparents are divorced. My parents are divorced. My mother cheated on my fucking father. Like... You there's some things you take and then there's some things you fucking learn from. And so Mm -hmm. you can't always blame your parent. And that's like I get it's person by person. I am a very mentally strong person. That's especially the things I've been through as a child and a young teenage woman and and a military woman now. 
have a very strong mental fortitude, I'd like to think. But this is where kids get, I guess, brainwashed now. These days, it's, oh, poor me, poor me, poor me. There needs to be a fucking stop to the fucking poor me. Poor me, my grandparents are fucking divorced. I had two Christmases there. Poor me, my parents are divorced. My dad was fucking absent half the fucking time. He traveled. I saw my dad's Tuesdays and Thursdays maybe like once a month if he was there. Like, you can only blame so much on your parents. You know what's right and wrong. You know cheating's wrong. Because your parents did it, you're going to fucking do it. Like, people will take it. And this one's regardless of race. This is, again, like, I'm just going to bunch it together because this is where these kids fucking, quote unquote, feel it these days. You sit there and take the product of your environment and hold it over your head so much and give it an excuse whether ready so as a as a as a black person your parents experience racism but you haven't so you're going to use the racist card right and then say like asian kid your parents got divorced your mom cheated so now you need to cheat because that's what you quote unquote think is right as an adult i am an open-minded thinker now like as teenagers and kids like you feel that and like you you, you it's instilled but as an adult, you make friends and you and you know people and you know what's right from wrong. And these and I say kids, but they're 18 plus now. These Gen Z kids are 18 plus. And at they, that point, you should at least have an idea, even looking back and saying, yeah, this is what I learned. This is what I know. This was home. But that doesn't necessarily make it right. You need to use that and grow from it so both yeah. my husband and I, my husband and i are both white so it's like not a great example but i'm just gonna use it i mean this is kind of regardless of race my mother cheated on my dad all i wanted all i wanted was a husband i never wanted kids because i didn't want to fuck up and there's obviously way deeper than them just being them but i never wanted kids because of what they did my husband never wanted to be married ever because of what his parents did. And then he only wanted children. But I think kids take that regardless of background. And we we're talking about absentee fathers in the black community. Young black American males take the absentee father role and run with it and become shitty because of what that mother says and it's not that always it was a shit father and jason you know i advocate this 110 percent. it's not always the shit father role it is you have a spiteful ass baby mama that doesn't want the father around because he didn't want to be with her or she cheated and he didn't want to bet whatever the fucking story is you have a shit Baby mama or father, whoever has the kids, because the mother doesn't always. You have a shit, bitter person raising that child and instilling things in them they are not going to learn till later in life. Mm -hmm. And then until they get to that point, they think it's too fucking late. I can't have a wife. I can't have a kid. Or I have three baby mamas now. I can't fucking turn it around. Like, they get instilled. And they, as in young black African-American men, because that's what we're talking about. They get instilled with such shitty values because of their shit parents and nobody takes them on because now in America is that is a lost young African-American man. That is just another one. And it doesn't ever fucking end it. We need more people to sit there and take these kids in and teach them the values their parents fucking lack to teach them because the cycle will never end. Sorry. Tangent. Done. All right, that's one reason why I wanted to, to bring that up, Kennedy, because um, you are a advocate for men, uh, and fem Nazis love to piss you off. But in 50 words or less, we're going to wrap this up. Um, <clears throat> this is my issue, and we're going to uh, dovetail on that and just kind of wrap things up. So I'm going to ask these questions with 50 words or less. Um, do you think... A lot of times due to the and this goes uh, and we started out on one subject, but this one dovetailed into many other conversations and we're going to end with the absentee father conversation. A lot of the absentee fathers, do you think 
it was a how can I put this a last-ditch effort to keep the relationship together and when the because reason why I ask this is I've seen it happen the girl gets pregnant hoping to save the relationship thinking a baby will make them stay together um, and this is so in 50 words or less we'll start with Eric because Kennedy can't go 50 words or less you go on another fucking tangent <laughs> uh, so Eric uh, your husband would get mad um, so Eric we'll let you start yeah there's a lot of instances where women will trap guys and they'll think oh well I can keep him if I have this kid this will make him stay with me when guys are just up front and saying no I don't want kids this is how it is we discussed this and then they just bail. <laughs> All right, Kennedy, prepare for your. We're, we're remember fifty words or less. I'm I'm gonna try. That's three. Your husband would divorce you. <laughs> Women try to trap men. That's it happens. Oh, fuck, it's gonna turn another conversation because I wanna say it's gonna be more See, than See, you were already <laughs> eight you were already eight words in and you were doing great. I was sounding, but <laughs> Well, because I wanna say the whole fucking men don't deserve child support if they told them they didn't want a kid thing. But oh, we, women, that's gonna, yes, that's I know. gonna be a it's discussion. Okay, I'm gonna wrap that up. That's gonna be a full show. We've already those, touched on it before. Those forty words don't count. But Women try to do that shit knowing it is going to be a failed relationship and a failed marriage or a failed whatever, and then they fuck their children from the start because then they fuck them out of a father. I'll stop there. That was technically, I think, 50 or less without the middle part. Yeah, that was less than 50. That was about (laughs) in the 30s, 20s, 30s. (laughs) Was doing so well. See, this is what happens when you can words progress i told you i need to be drunk when we do this and then i can words we did the kickoff and i wasn't drunk and i couldn't focus well that's fair (laughs) you know what focus stands for right fuck off because you're stupid and with that being said we're going to wrap up this show um so any parting words uh and where can they find you kennedy don't be a cunt Race and sexuality doesn't matter in a good way. Um, find me basically everywhere, Ken underscore Eds. Especially our TikTok. Our TikTok is rather amusing sometimes. Especially my TikTok, Ken underscore Eds. And right, as the Eric. kids say, that's no cap. No, that, I mean, yeah. All right, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric. Go ahead with your plugs. There better not be any anal. Okay. Granted, if you were to ask me this question on Friday, that would be an entirely different story. Fingers crossed. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Squid Sports Head. Going to be doing a little bit more live tweeting since I'm awake regularly as soccer happens. Stay tuned with that. If you're looking for non-live tweeting and other stuff, find me on Facebook, Eric Watkins. Guy, recliner, wine, what have you, flame wars, anything else. If, however, if you are looking for stuff like that, slide into my DMs on Twitter, undergo a strict, thorough, proper vetting process. You will open the doors to my dark Twitter, Snapchat, Telegram, OnlyFans, a few other things that I got going on. <laughs> All right. So, with that being said, good Lord. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at W2M Chairman. Find me on TikTok, uh, which I'm actually going to have to start using once Kennedy teaches teaches me how to do the tickety talk. Um, uh, at Turk, I think it's Turk822 on TikTok. You can find me. Uh, my link trees on my Twitter as well. I figured out how to do that today. I'm so proud of myself. You should be. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, uh, just a quick plug for a new partnership that um, I'm going to be 
partaking in and want to help grow his audience uh, outside of the kickoff, uh, you know, shoot over to TikTok, YouTube, or anywhere um, you get your uh, kickoff podcast and search for a second and short, the second and short podcast. Uh, it's one of my fantasy football league mates podcast, real good guy, uh, real knowledgeable. Uh, I look forward to me and him collaborating in the future. Uh, it's basically just fantasy football discussion. Uh, it's real similar to the kickoff with a fantasy football twist. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap everything up for Kennedy, Eric, and myself. This has been Black Irish. All hate mail goes to s.gomer at gmail.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.